Okay, the recording has started. Okay, so now you guys can make some noise. Good morning, everybody. How are we doing? Awesome. Good morning. Wow, Kennedy. thank you. Okay, where's the funeral? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, unfortunately, I've got to do this. Let's see here. All right, I had to mute you. So as always, to unmute yourself, you just have to hit star six. As a matter of fact, Neil, that's what you got to do, my man. You got to hit star six, and then I, once I can hear you, I'll give you your formal introduction. Can you hear me now? There he is, as I call him, Neil, Here I am. the real deal. Neil Gatton, ladies and gentlemen, from the Scottsdale office in Arizona. Welcome, Neil. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. How are Thanks you this morning, my man? Voice, my friend. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Tell, just because, you know, we got people from California and Arizona, as you, that bell you hear is just people coming on, and they just keep coming on because they're realtors, so they're always late. But uh, <laughs> tell everybody a little about <laughs> yourself, how long you've been doing this, maybe a little about last year. It would be great. Well, let's see. So, you know, Rick, I think on April 1st was my 50-year anniversary with Berkshire. And uh, – Nice. Five years in real estate. So I, before that, uh, had worked with a nonprofit, and before that, I was a pastor, and before that, I was a banker. And so I'm kind of, uh, I'm in my um, my my favorite career so far. Nice. Well, it suits you and, well uh, too. Last, <laughs> well, thanks. I really, I'm really loving it, and. Uh, Last year was a great year. I uh, I qualified for the Chairman's Gold uh, Club and am really excited actually to uh, go to Summit again this year in Boston. Rich, your your homeland. So, yes, I, I know that is going to be so great. Yeah. So hopefully, I know they don't let you go to that, but maybe they'll let you come anyways. You know. Yeah. Well, they should. They don't let me go because I'm not a practicing agent. And uh, I know. I, think, I know. Cause I'm, no, it's terrible. They should. And by the way, I feel <laughs> necessary to mention that you finished number 42 last year in all 1,100 agents we have in Arizona. So congratulations there. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, that was uh, really it was a great year. It was, uh, and I know it was a great year for a lot of people. It was, um, it was, it was, it caught us all off guard a little bit too. Even you know when the year started, I didn't expect it. So, yeah. Well, listen, I have to give you one piece of advice. Make sure you do go to Faneuil Hall and do the um, Freedom Walk. You just follow this path, and it, it's like a history little tour. It's really cool, the okay. Freedom Walk in Boston. Yeah. Oh, for sure, man. I'm excited. That's great. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was a wonderful year, and uh, I don't know. I've been, I love everything we're learning. I love where our company's at right now. It's really fun to be a part of the Berkshire Elite. To be in the top three companies of all of Berkshire, that was really a neat thing to to see happen. You yeah, because we're such a such a great. Our particular company is so awesome, and um, so that's been a real for me just over and over again that I'm in the right spot. Just the way that we keep um, growing and and the way that we keep being successful, you know. And Neil, I don't know if you know this, but then they rank. There's a company I can't think of the name right now. Mark would kill me, but I just, it escapes me. But they rank the companies in the world, as in like like you yeah. know like like you just said, we're a Berkshire Hathaway group of Mark Stark companies within. But now we're owned by corporate, but we retain our own identity within there. And as our yeah. identity, 
we finished number 17 in the world last year. So those mm-hmm. new numbers will be coming up this month. I believe they come out in April. So we'll find out if we can climb that ladder as well to see where we finished as well. So I'm excited for that. Oh, that is great. Yeah, no, we, I mean, it's just so fun to watch the way that we've grown over the, even the five years that I've been here and even mm. the growth in California and, uh, and then of course in Arizona as well. And so it's been awesome. I knew the day that you came, the first day you came to success series, the involvement you were, I remember where you were sitting, you were sitting to my right about, you know, five, <laughs> six rows down. I remember, yeah. and I remember uh, the questions and the involvement. I'm like, okay, he's going to kill it. You can always tell, all right? And, you're, and you obviously have, so congratulations. <laughs> well, thank you for that, Rick. And I remember feeling you having that confidence, and I was really glad and thankful for it because, you know, I was just starting something new, and I wasn't sure of how this was going to go. And so it was really great to be able to interact with you and to, to sense that you, and, and to sense that when we would even interact uh, outside of the classroom a little bit, you'd be like, Neil, you're, this is going to be, this is for you, you know? And that's so hard because some people go into it and they don't know. And I, I was starting a whole new realm of life and I was thrilled, uh, you know, not, not long after that to get my first couple of transactions. And, um, that was great. Mm. I love your post too. Like, like the one you just posted with the people that just closed on a home, I love how you mm-hmm. you can tell you're all about making them happy, getting them what they want, mm-hmm. and you can tell the mm-hmm. energy and enthusiasm that you give into that is definitely what they're looking for. And I, I can imagine you're repeating your referral business over the next few years. I know it's already excellent. It's going to get even better and better. Yeah, that's the thing that's really kind of um, the fun thing that I didn't um, anticipate the way that that would work out. But the experience that people have with you definitely um, definitely gets them talking about what they experienced and and posting about it and saying that to their friends. And so um, that particular house that I did with Curtis, is that the one you were talking about? Um, yeah, I, I can't remember the person's name, but it was on the uh, – I saw it was, it was a, it looked like a young husband and wife, uh, and they, yeah, yeah. You, all three of you were in the picture about that story rick is no of course you know curtis and and guys the rest you don't necessarily maybe know there's this great team in our office called the mitchell team and and that is one of the things that i found that is really great about in particular our company is this idea of um collaborating and camaraderie because maybe i don't know maybe you guys when you started in real estate maybe you didn't think that this is what would happen is that you get in there and that um, some of the best advocates in your life are going to be your your associates, your colleagues, you know, who are going to be saying to you, hey, I've got this listing, you know. And so what, what happened was I sat down in a sales meeting and Curtis was sitting next to me and he said, I've got a house. I just came from the photo shoot. And I go, oh, where's it at? And he tells me, and I just had young clients that had bought in that neighborhood. And I said, hey, send me the, send me the video you made today. I'll send it over to my friends. Maybe I've got a buyer for you. And the next day, that particular client had breakfast shit call Neil. So these guys did not yet have a pre-call. They did not – well, they did know what they – they had pre-called, but they um, didn't – haven't really started –
Neil? Are you still there, Rick? Oh, there you are. Yeah, yeah, you you, you disappeared for a minute. I'm so sorry. But anyways, that was an off-market deal that happened because of conversation in the office together, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. So you sent them the video, they saw it, or they shared it with their friends, and then they came and then they got in touch with you and bought the house. Wow. Yeah, yeah, they called me and said, hey, and, and they were still looking at realtors. They hadn't picked a realtor yet, but I had what they needed, so they picked me. Anyways, I really have, <laughs> and I've known them for a long time. It was really fun. So anyway, um, that relationship is obviously the key. Um, and our relationship with our clients and our friends and our sphere of influence is really where I meet a lot of my people, you know? Yeah, tell us a little about that. Like, how do you work with your sphere and what percentage of your business is your sphere and so forth? So they can just get an idea. Even five years in, which, you know, is um, you're still, you know, you're, you're like at that point where you're getting from new or new to, you know, been in the business for a while now and you're already getting a tremendous amount, which is great. Yeah, and, and even um, I've got people who bought houses already wanting to buy bigger houses now, you know, um, and so that's been kind of fun to have repeat customers already in five years, you know. Um, yeah. So, my, I, you know, percentage-wise, you know, I'm not very good with numbers, Rick, other than, like, I, I would just say that probably probably 80%, maybe 85%, have been from my sphere of influence. Um, and then the mm -hmm. rest, have, for the most part, have been through open houses um, and meeting right. people, doing open houses. That's really worked for me. Um, and mm -hmm. the thing with sphere of influence for me is I learned this, you know, I, I, I'm sure that we all, once in a while you get a little nervous where your plan is not necessarily coming together. You're you're in the office and you're you're doing all your things and you're working on, reaching out and everything and maybe your marketing and your farming and your all those things, but you're just having a little dry period of getting going. And the best thing that I have found, and I think you guys suggested this in, in class, but I think it was, and it's just stuck with me is the minute that that starts happening to grab your phone and start going through your sphere. And, you yeah. know, uh, I had a manager, I had a manager one time, she used to walk up to me and uh, if I was getting stuck, she'd grab my phone off my desk and she'd hold it up and she'd go, how many names are in here? And you know, Rick, you'd do the mm -hmm. same thing, right? And I yeah. go, I don't know, yeah. 800? And she goes, and you've texted all 800 today to ask them if they want to buy a house or know anyone who does? You know, and I would laugh yeah. because that really works. I mean, to be... It does. Um, you know, and another way of doing that is to, I was just suggesting to um, an agent who came in the other day and he was going through a little bit of a... Uh, feeling kind of dry and, and wanting to get something going. And I said, when's the last time that you sent a little email update out that wasn't just the newsletter, but it was something about you? You know, he recently was married. He recently was, uh, he bought a new home. I said, how great for your spirit to relate to you if you write a little story about, hey, here's a little update. Here's a picture of my wife and me. We just got married. Here's a little, here's our house. We've been going through remodeling issues. Boy, can we, can we relate, you know, and I said, people mm. love that. And, you know, almost any time that I do that, I get email responses from people who say, hey, it was really great to get that update. I'm glad you're doing well. 
been thinking about blah, blah, blah. We're thinking about looking at selling our house. Would you want to get together? You know, it just comes very naturally to people if you're natural with them and share about your life a little bit as well as mm-hmm. your real estate business, you know. They don't want – they don't, obviously, none of us want to feel like every time I walk into a room, they go, oh, God, here comes the realtor, you know. Here's one right. of our 10 friends who is a realtor, you know. But right. you want them to love the fact that you love what you do and you love them, you care about them, and you're sharing yeah. about who you are, you know. Right. Right. Like with you, like I, I've noticed on your social media, you share some of your personal life. Like I feel like I know your dog. Yeah. Never met your dog. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. Right? Right? But, but, that, but that's that was, good because you can't, just, you can't just be all about business. Otherwise, they're not going to use you. That was the toughest thing for me to learn about social media myself, actually. But go ahead. No, I love that, Rick. And it's so true. And I learned that lesson kind of a couple years in from a, a guy that, came to our sales meeting who was a marketing guy who worked for um, one of these marketing firms. And, and he just said something that stuck with me, which was uh, he was a millennial. And he said, as a millennial, I care about your dog. That was, so that's what I started to put more on there about my dog. <laughs> he said, as a millennial, he goes, as a millennial, if you're going to share things on your social media, then make sure that it's not just real estate because then I'm, I'm – I'm apt to either hide you or not watch you anymore if I don't feel like I'm knowing things about your life. So I want to know when you travel somewhere awesome. I want to know where, when you're with people that you love. I want to hear a random thought that you have about something. You know, like the other day, Rick, I posted the one about how my pants split and I walked through the airport uh, all the way through LAX, all the way through Phoenix with my Oh, yes, I remember that one. Back. <laughs> and I did that because I wanted my clients to crack up at it and be like, oh, God, poor Neil. You know, like, I mean, because we've all done something silly like that where you had no idea it was happening to you until you get home and your pants, the carpet was shown through my pants. Anyways, it's a whole so – I, I think with social media, you got to keep it light as well as informative and definitely put your successes out there um, because right. you want people to always be thinking, uh, oh, Neil, he's a realtor. I don't, I don't want them to – you know, I want them to think – I also want him to think, oh, but he's a person, you know, he's, he cares about us, he cares about his friends, he cares about his dog, you know, um, he cares about his colleagues, you know. Right. No, I agree. I agree 100%. You got to, um, you know, like the other day I came home and my son goes, uh, did you get into a fight? I go, what are you talking about? My shirt, no <laughs> one said anything to me. Well, I, I'm wearing a suit coat, you know, I only take it off to get, so um, he said, my whole, my whole like my arm on my left it was like halfway coming off. I didn't even notice it. I'm like, wow. So yeah, <laughs> I should have posted that. Now that I think of it, <laughs> you should have because you could have said, "I'm gonna have to cut one day a week out of the gym." You know, and then we would all. Laugh <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. You know what? It's another another thing yeah. I think, Rick, that was really helpful to me uh, that I heard this last year that I've been trying to focus more on is um, we had this guy speak at Summit named Richard, I think his name was Richard James, and uh, I, I mean, he was an incredible speaker, but it was so funny because you kind of walk away with one thing a lot of the time, you know, and his thing was your brand, he was all about branding, and he mm-hmm. literally brands all these Hollywood stars, and he brands, you know, and he makes movies, and he's just like, he was this incredible guy, and um, 
but the one thing, one thing that he said, he said, your brand is what your number one fan says about you. And that's what he teaches these um, stars. And he said, and yeah. he goes, that is what's true for you in real estate. He goes, so, so whatever your number one fan is saying about you out there is what your brand is. And so you want to make sure that you're cultivating that reputation or those words about you. That when somebody sits down and they talk about you as a realtor, that they're saying, this is the greatest realtor we've ever run into. He goes out of his way or she goes out of their way for us. Um, they understood our story. And he told, and he said a big part of that, Rick, is that a lot of us don't know our own story and how it plays into our, our relationship with our clients. Mm. And um, so he gave some examples of that. But I, that was a really powerful thing for me this last year um, in terms of dealing with my clients and remembering always that every time, even when you get frustrated with the deal, right, uh, don't, you don't want to ever, ever alienate the ones who are out there speaking about um, you as their number one, you know, they're our number one fans. So anyways. No, I think that's great. I think that's, that's awesome. I think that, um, you know, having that uh, brand and, uh, you know, having people, how people can relate to you, I think that's critically important. And I also think what people have to realize, and this is, and this was a big one for me to get at first is just be yourself. I know yes. like we're with ourselves, you know, we're with ourselves 24 seven. So like I find some of the things I do boring and repetitious and monotonous, <laughs> but so does everybody. Right. And I realize that people find you interesting if you just be yourself, because if you're trying to be somebody else, it's really apparent and phony. So people, and I always you, have to coach people. Go ahead. No, I was, I totally agree with you, Rick. And, and it's so funny because when we started this call, I was going to ask you if you watched the Masters this weekend. Well, why would I think that? Because I know that you golf because I know right. that about you, that you love to come in, you know. And so those kinds of things that we know about people are really important. You know, I'm nurturing a relationship with a man in uh, Georgia right now uh, who's a client who's going to be referring hopefully a bunch more business to me because of this um, transaction that I've got going right now. And a lot of it is I said, when you come out here, I've got connections to get you golfing, you know, because he was all about golf and he was golfing the other day when I called him, you know, and, and so those things that we know about people, those things that people know about us help us connect, you know, and it helps us follow up with right. each other on things, you know? Yeah. No, I, I did watch some of it. I think uh, this kid, Scotty Scheffler is going to be amazing. He already is. And I love that Rory <laughs> came in second. Rory McIlroy came that in second. Was cool. I love that guy. Wasn't that so cool? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that shot out of the sand trap, if you play golf and you know anything about golf, that shot is all feel, ridiculous, full. It's just it's like you could detail it. Like if you ever want to see something interesting about golf and how intricate it is, watch Phil Mickelson explain different conditions on YouTube and how different. It's such a difficult, intricate. That's why you get addicted because you know you get out there and you know you can do better, but it's just going to take time. Yeah. So it's kind of a – very addictive sport, but yes, that definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah, cool. see, and it gets you fired up, and, it, and of course, it's a nice thing to share. I always tell my friends, hey, listen, I'm terrible at golf, but I'll drive the car, I'll drink a beer with you, let's go. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, hey, they're fine with that. We talk in between, you know, but um, but knowing, knowing well, hey, clients, having that, you know. 
Yeah, you'll you'll have to come join us because the second second golf outing is coming up in May, I believe. We're going to do it in May sometime. Oh, good, good. Yeah, that would be fun. I should do that because I I love, I know and love a lot of those agents, you know. Oh, and actually, I was going to tell you, like, last night, um, you know Charlie, not Charlie McClain, but Charlie Meyer, you know? Yeah, Uh, Charlie's in my coaching, yeah, on the, um, on, on Curtis's team. Yeah, Charlie is just so great. He was talking to me about that, about golfing with you that one day and how, how much you love getting to do that with you guys. So, so especially even when a new agent comes in, that's a really great way for them to get to know um, the company and, and, uh, yeah. and just have that camaraderie. You know, we need that stuff as well as with our clients. So. Yeah. Charlie's a bomber too. I'm, I'm not kidding. I was on yeah. the 18th hole. I was on the 18th yeah. hole standing on the green because we played best ball, right? which means everybody uh-huh. tees off and you all go to the best tee off shot. I'm standing on the green 310 yards away from the tee box and his ball lands behind me and rolls up to my feet. Now, if you play golf, <laughs> 310 yard drive as an amateur is off the charts. I turn around and I see them all. Yeah, I could see them jumping up and down before I could hear them. That's how far away they were. <laughs> that is but, really uh, cool. You know, when I see well, you learn about people like, you know, Charlie, Charlie used to be uh, in AAA ball and, you know, he, yeah. he, he was in, you know what I mean? So it's, you learn a lot about stuff, which is really good. And, and, and like with you, you probably know every little thing about all the clients you're working with, right? As much as, you know, as much as they'll allow you to learn, you know, and I, I just had a really neat, I think that's the most fun thing is, you know, I had these clients that, they called off of a sign. They saw the sign that I had, and um, and then they they finally admitted to me that after we went and saw four or five houses, they said, Neil, we we saw your video that you did on introducing this house, and when we saw that, we said we want to work with that guy because we you know they were in from part three, cool. they didn't have a realtor, and and what winds up happening with that is we we had a whirlwind transaction where we closed in 10 days and, and I took care of, you know, so many things with them and for them because they were out of state. And, and then he flew into town and he, and he calls me. I said, if there's anything I can do for you, he goes, how about you hold a key to our house uh, in case I need to let anybody in? And I said, absolutely. You know, I, I would love to do anything to help. Oh, you that's awesome. Out. But that relationship is, you know, we got to know each other really well. And she was a trainer, Rick. And she said, when I saw that video, I knew that I wanted to work with you because I could tell you like to communicate and you were my kind of person. So I, that, that was very compliment. I was so thankful for that, that I had done yeah. that video and that it was just a natural little, you know. And that's that thing, you know, where Mark always yells at us, video is going to be it. You got to do your videos, you know, and how so many of us maybe even on this call are like, oh, God, I hate doing videos. But just being yourself on video is drawing people in and then you get to know your clients yeah. because they even feel vulnerable quicker because they watch this thing that you made yourself vulnerable to do, you know? Yeah. So. That's such a great point and it's so accurate. And, and that's the key right there because you being you is, is this was yeah. tough for me to get to with social media. You being you is attractive to a whole bunch of people and mm-hmm. not attractive to a whole bunch of people. So the people that stick with you and don't unfriend you and follow you are the ones you're going to work with. You can't work with everybody, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. You know, and we all have, some people have very quiet personalities and some people are like you and me where we're just, 
gregarious and outgoing yeah. and we walk into a crowd and we just start talking to people and and we're all necessary in this in this game you know there are so many um because a lot of people are, are intimidated by the process and they certainly don't want to be intimidated by their outgoing agent who's a lunatic you know like like i am <laughs> but but <laughs> there are some yeah. there are some who absolutely love that they just want that they want that appeal they want to have they want to have that experience when they have a phone call with you where it's not just about the real estate. It is about how's your life going and things like that too, you know, so. Right. But, and you're absolutely right. And what I do know is everybody wants to feel comfortable in a transaction. And what you said is critical. Absolutely. They don't want everybody to know necessarily, you know, this guy didn't know what the hell he was doing. And so they want it to be private, but they want to feel comfortable. And if they listen to you yeah. and they feel comfortable with the way you are, they're going to use you. It's really that simple. Yep. It's so simple. And, and uh, we forget, you know, how, how powerful our relationships are. And, and, and I would say, you know, if there was something that, that I, I picked up on when I first started and it's just, it's been ringing true ever since is that the more you worry about dollars in this business, um, the more you cut yourself short i think um because it is so 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 about relationship you are not going to have dollars without relationship and if you think that you can do this and just be the one who's always counting your big bucks um i think yeah i think you get yourself in a pickle you know and, and even i would guess yeah. that the most successful if we ask ivan or are, you know, any of those awesome agents up there in, in Vegas that are just killing it, if we asked them, they would say the same, I would guess, that, you know, it is relationship that grows you to the point of getting to uh, do business you never expected, you know? Um, and that's yep. the fun part because it, it, it yeah. comes to you based on you being you and you doing it well, yeah. you know? Um, so anyway. Right. Totally agree. And I think like Zig Ziglar, because when I, I was a, uh, and I still am somewhat a junkie about all different trainers and speakers, and Zig Ziglar, I think, said it best. Uh -huh. If you help enough people get what they want, you'll always get what you want, right? That is, that's a great line. That's so true. Yeah. Zig, that's one of my favorite, another one of my favorite Zig lines is, and he has that, he's from Texas, so he goes, are you a wandering generality or a meaningful specific? <laughs> Uh, isn't that a great line? Are you wondering? Anyway, hey, because I'm going to use you and feature you in my social media. So let's finish with, and I know I have a feeling what you're going to say because you've said a lot of it, but let's, let's surmise top three points you would tell them to be successful in this business. So obviously the number one thing is going to be developing relationships wherever you yep. are. And I would say, Rick, and you taught me this with your little Berkshire Hathaway badge. Remember your your little blue your yep. your burgundy pin. A pin. And remember, yeah. I I remember you telling a story of you had gone into the Verizon store in Phoenix, and the guy goes, "Oh, do you work for Berkshire Hathaway?" And you said, "Yeah." And he started asking you about real estate, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, true. And, and I, I gave love, the referral to Holly. Holly was the first one I saw when I walked through the door, so I gave it to her. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that story. And I think what's so cool about that is uh, I just kind of look at everybody as a contact, you know. So I've been known if I really connect with a waiter um, or a server, I've been known to leave my card with my 
uh, business card, and I, I've mentioned to him, hey, give me a call if you ever need any help, or you know someone who's looking for. So I think I think one of the things is to constantly constantly be aware and always have either a business card or electronic card uh, handy, mm-hmm. or you know connect them to um, you know link them to the uh, website, uh, but be always be looking at people and relationships that can start. And then always, and the second thing I would say is always be fostering your sphere of influence. Um, mm-hmm. And don't forget to use the tools that you have at your fingertips. RVAC kicks butt, in, and I actually probably use it to a third of its ability. I really need to step it up even more. But even just having that free CRM in there to, and, and to always remind yourself, hey, you know what? You've got a day where it's kind of down or you're kind of not really – you don't have something you have to do that day, start going through your contacts and make sure you've Absolutely. got them in the CRM and at least get them on that drip campaign and think about doing some neighborhood reports, you know, things like that because that stuff comes in. It helps so much. And every time we send out like a holiday thing, like the Easter one will go out this weekend, I'll get emails yeah. back from people saying, hey, happy Easter to you too. How are you? And it starts a conversation, you know. Mm-hmm. So use the VAC mm-hmm. and the tools that we have that are of no charge to us, you know, regardless of what Keller Williams or anybody else tries to tell you that you're going to get for free or what a kind of a <laughs> app they're going to put on this or that, which is all right. baloney. You're working for the best company. We're in the best place with the, with the best tools at our fingertips. And if you don't know what they are, that's your fault, um, That I would say. Yep. Um, and that, that is something to reach out to your manager and say, I'm feeling like I don't know enough about VAC. Um, you know, get on a couple of those classes and get um, stepped up. And then the last thing I would say is is to always just remember that your brand is not your logo. Your brand is what your number one person is saying about you. You might even want to ask them what they're saying about you. You might want to start asking your clients how would they talk about you so that you know. And actually, it might even give you an opportunity to improve on some things if they said, you know, one thing you didn't do very well, Neil, was you didn't keep track of this. You know, so it's just an op. Just be in touch and know your brand and know that the brand is you and your story, I think. I love it. What a perfect way to end, too, my man. That was awesome. And I just want to say thank you very much. That was really kind and all that good stuff you said at the end. I believe it, too, but everybody thinks, well, Rick, you're a company guy. You're supposed to think that way, but it's great when it comes – from a productive, successful, awesome agent like yourself. So thank you very much. And I really appreciate you taking your time out today, my man. Woo! It's my pleasure, buddy. What a great day. And thank you. Uh, thank you very much, Rick, for inviting me in. You have a fantastic day. You too, my man. Thank you very much for taking your time out. We'll do this again soon. Everybody next week. And Neil, go get him, my man. Woo! All right. Thanks, buddy. You too. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. You too.